You're listening to Ari Goldweig's Parsha Podcast, recorded in 5768, 2007. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Lech We have a whole slew of questions for you on this week's Parsha. And Emirates Hashem, with God's help, will have a beautiful answer that will have an insight into our own lives, how we can apply to ourselves. One of the first questions that I'd like to propose to you is a question that I saw in a sefer by Rabbi Shimon Schwab called Me'in Beis HaShoeva. The question that he asks is that he brings, this, brings down a medrash. The medrash says that there were two nisyonos, two difficult tests of the ten tests of Avram Avinu that he had to undergo. The two tests that the medrash specifically speaks of is the test of Lech Lecha, of leaving your family, leaving your father's house, leaving your place of birth. And the second test that the, the Medrash brings down is the test of the Akedah, of the binding of Isaac. The Medrash continues and says that the difficulty of the Nisoyon, of the test, of the binding of Isaac, was much greater than the difficulty of Lech Lecha, of the Nisoyon, of leaving his family and leaving his father, leaving his father's house. Now, Rav Shimon Schwab asks a question, what's the pshat? Why does the Medrash have to tell us that the, the difficulty of, of sacrificing his son was greater than the difficulty of leaving, leaving his family? It would seem to be obvious. It would seem to be something that's quite self-evident. That's the first question that I'd like you to think about. Another question that I saw in the Sefer of Rav Vigdor Miller is the following. We find that Avram Avinu dedicated much of his time, much of his life to Kiruv towards bringing people closer to God. And he went around all of Eretz Yisrael, he went throughout the land of then, what was then called Canaan, tr- preaching to the people and telling them to believe in God, in one God, and that all of the idolatrous practices were irrelevant and unnecessary and evil. That was his purpose in life, that was one of his main messages in life. The question of Vigdor Miller asks is, Lamaisa, and in the end of the story, what did he accomplish with this whole deal? What did he accomplish with all of his kiruv, with all of his outreach? In the end, all the Kananim, they went off the derech, they went off the path, they didn't end up serving Hashem, they ended up becoming evil, and they ended up losing their right to live in Eretz Yisrael, in the, in the land of Canaan, and Kalei Yisrael came and took them over. So what was the significance of Avram Avinu's spending so much time reaching out to these people who in the end would end up losing their connection to God anyway? I once heard a similar question asked about the Nefesh Asher Asu Bacharon, all of the souls that Abraham and, and Sarah made when they were still in Charon, before they went to Eretz Yisrael, before they came to the land of Canaan. There were a number of people that they did outreach for, and they, they brought them under the Kanfei Ashkina, they taught them about God, and it seems that they were later lost. There's no mention of them any other time in the Torah. What happened to those people? And what my Rebbe said, Rabbi Moshe Brown said, was that they were actually lost. Nothing became of those people. There was nothing significant that actually happened from those people. And the question here again is, what was the significance of Avram Avinu doing all of this of doing all of this outreach? Nothing ever became of these people. So Rav Avigdor Miller says to explain this whole question, that the truth was that in the end, nothing would become of these people, but that's not the significance per se of Avram Avinu, our forefather Abraham, going out and doing the outreach. Because whenever Avram Avinu would go out and teach people about God, it would solidify in his own heart his connection to God and his belief in God. In other words, the significance of this outreach really was to make Avram Avinu himself a greater person. And that was an end in itself. And this is significant before Hashem. Because Hashem is interested in the, in the perfection 
and the growth of even a single individual, and that's Abraham. And the truth is, as we'll see, that's really every one of us as well. Now let's come back to the first question that we asked, that Rav Shimon Schwab asked about Lech Lecha. The Medrash we mentioned says that the greater of the two nisyonis, the greater of the two tests between Lech Lecha, of going away from his family, and the test of the Akedas Yitzchak, of binding of Isaac, of the sacrifice of Isaac, the greater of the two tests was the, was the sacrifice of Isaac. And the question that begs to be asked is, why would you think otherwise? So Rav Shimon Schwab says a beautiful idea. And that is that in some way, the test of Lech Lecha, of leaving his family, was akin to the test of sacrificing his son. And he explains like this, that in the test of sacrificing his son, Avram Avinu faced an incredible challenge because Avram Avinu all his life had, had taught that we should not be idolatrous, we should not follow the practices that the idolaters prompt practice. And one of the practices of the idolaters was that they would sacrifice their children to their gods. And Avraham Avinu was teaching all the time, this doesn't make sense. God does not, not expect human sacrifice. The gods should not accept, expect human sacrifices. In fact, there's no gods. There's only one God and there's no human sacrifice in front of him. And then God says to him, Hashem says to, to Avraham Avinu, sacrifice your son. Which according to Hashem means that Avram Avinu had to be ready to undermine everything that he had taught to everyone because of God's command. God said, sacrifice your son. Even though you've taught everybody that sacrifice is wrong, you have to be ready to undermine that. That was one of the nisyonos, one of the understandings of the nisyon of the Akedah of the sacrifice of Isaac, of the binding of Isaac. Now let's come back to Lech Lecha. What was the nisyon of leaving his family? Brings down Rav Shimon Schwab that Avram Avinu's father, Terach, had actually done tshuva. He had returned from his idolatrous ways before Avram Avinu left his family. Which means that when Avram Avinu left, he was 75 years old. And says Rav Shimon Schwab, only recently had Terach done tshuva. Only recently had Terach left his idolatrous ways. And Avram Avinu had every reason to be concerned that if he would leave, Terach would return to his idolatrous ways. All the people that he was leaving behind, they would return to their idolatrous ways. So part of the Nisoyon of Avram Avinu was to leave his family despite the fact that it seemed on the surface to be something that was against what he had taught and that people would regress back to the ways that they were before. So there's a similarity between the, the, the Nisoyon of Lech Lecha, of leaving his family, which would cause a desecration of Hashem's name, and the, and the sacrifice of his son, which would also seem to cause a desecration of Hashem's name. And Rav Shimon Shawab says that that's why the Medrash has to tell you that the greater of the two Nisyonis was the, 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 the Nisyon of Akedas Yitzchak, of, of binding of Isaac, of, of the sacrifice of his son. Now it comes out that here too we find a similar idea to what Rav Avigdor Miller said, which is that even though Avram Avinu knew that the people that he left behind could perhaps and would perhaps lose their level, nevertheless, it was still necessary for him to move on and to, to accomplish whatever he could accomplish based on, what Hashem, based on Hashem's direction. Because ultimately, the purpose of all of these things in Avram Avinu's life was to make him a greater person and to uplift himself, not just to uplift others, because that was true, that was very important. However, the ultimate goal of all of these things was to make himself a better person, to make himself a greater giver, to make himself closer to God and more like God, and that God is a giver and he should be a giver as well. Now what comes out of this whole conversation is something that almost seems counterintuitive because our mindset usually thinks that it's important to bring back everyone, everyone should be great. But the truth is that if you can have one person who's the tremendous, righteous, perfect individual, that's, that's really the ideal. 
That's really the ideal, to create this perfect individual. True, we have to try our best to bring back as many people as possible to, to the awareness of God. And to, but, but the truth is that a person has to focus their main efforts on, on becoming a greater person themselves. Because the truth is, the Gras says, there's a beautiful mashal that the Gras says, that if you want, if you have a table filled with glasses, and I think I may have mentioned this before, if you have a table full of glasses, and you want to fill up the glasses, one way to fill up the glasses, and, and he says the correct way to fill up the glasses, is to pour the water into the middle glass, until it overflows, and it overflows, and eventually it overflows into the cups next to it. And as you keep pouring the water into the middle glass, it keeps overflowing into the cups next to it, and then the cups next to it start to overflow further. And eventually all the, ta- all the cups on the table are filled. Because the way for a person to properly give to other people, it's not possible until he has properly filled himself with what to give. That's the Graz Mashal. Again, we see the significance of the individual. The, the, the perfection of the individual is significant, highly significant. In fact, sometimes in some ways more significant than if he would bring other people closer to God and then they would lose their, their connection to God. Now, one of the questions I once heard asked, or I saw asked by Rabbi Arya Kaplan is, people think to themselves, what's, the, what's my significance in creation? And you look around the world, and you look at the vastness of space, and you look at the vastness of, of the world. And it's so large, and I'm so small, I'm so insignificant. Why would God care about me? Why would God care about my individual plight, my problems? Why does God care about my mitzvot, my, my fulfillment of the commandments? What's my significance to God? I'm so small, I'm so insignificant. But the truth is that that's not true at all. Because every single person is significant in God's eyes. More so, Rabbi Arya Kaplan says, true that there are these vast reaches of outer space, there are stars that are ten, hundreds of thousands of times larger than our star, there are nebulae, and there are galaxies, and everything is incredibly large and we're incredibly small. But in truth, all those things are missing one main ingredient that man has, and every single individual has, and that is Bechira, free choice. Because only we have the ability to choose between right and wrong. And that makes each of us significant before God. Because it says in the Torah that God placed before us the ability to do evil and to do good, and He commands us to do good. And He says, You are my sons, Hashem says. I love each and every one of you like a child, like my own son. And because of that, we have a tremendous responsibility because it means that God cares about every single individual and He cares about every single act that we do. And He's looking and He's waiting and He's watching and He's hoping, waiting for us to come close to Him. And, he's, and His love is endless, infinite. And He's waiting for us to reciprocate. We say it every day. We should love Hashem. Hashem cares about us, each individual loving Him. Hashem cares about every single individual doing a mitzvah. And it's a tremendous lesson for us because it means that we have a tremendous responsibility because we have to take these opportunities, all of our opportunities, to come close to Hashem. Because just like Avram Avinu was somebody who had so many opportunities to give Kiruv and to do outreach, but the Lamaisa, in the end all, the purpose of it all was for him to become a greater person. We have to take every opportunity that comes to us, to, to whether it's outreach, helping others come close to God, or whether it's doing the commandments for ourselves or for our family, having good character traits, trying our best to become better people, because ultimately what it comes down to is we have to try our best on an individual level to make ourselves better people and to bring ourselves closer to God. And I hope and I pray that all of us, me and you, will all merit to come close to God in the most deep way possible and merit eternal reward in Alam Haba 
merit to see Hashem, to come close to Hashem forever. Have a good Shabbos.